listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Fresh off the plane, Konnichiwa, bitches turn around another plane. My passport on pimping, asked for it, I did it. That asshole done did it. Talked it, then he lived it, spit it, then he shit it. I don't need white ears, I don't bounce ideas, but I only I could come up with some shit like this. I done played the underdog my whole career. I've been a very good sport, haven't I? This year they say he going crazy, and we've seen this before, but I'm doing pretty good. Far geniuses go, and I'm doing pretty hood in my pink polo, nigga please how you gonna say i ain't no low head because my dior got me more my dough head i'm insulted you should go ahead and bow so hard till your knees hit your forehead hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a wednesday wrapping up this bad this bad boy this week uh, of course you can find us on itunes stitcher Podomatic. just search the blackout tips we'll come up mm-hmm. we appreciate everybody that uh takes the time to uh check us out you know um it's always uh an honor and a pleasure that people you know listen to us um mm-hmm. the official webinar show is did i say this of- why are you looking at me like this did i say this twice no Okay, you was looking at me like we never said this before no, in our lives. No, no, it's the way you said it. I was like, am I supposed to say it's the taser? Sorry. The official weapon of the show is? The taser. An unofficial sport. Is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Okay, that's, that sounds better because I was like, hold on. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, um, we are double, we are double sponsored today. We're brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions and our second album, which is called Sunspot and Other Ratchetness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a audio play album. We basically play characters. We do voices. We act out situations. It's just like audio acting, you know, um, for people that are interested in getting it, it's on Amazon and iTunes. If you buy it, let, uh, at Shadow Dog Pride know on Twitter or leave it a review on iTunes or stitcher i mean itunes or amazon you know give it that five stars we appreciate everybody takes time out to support us that way uh this episode is also brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and use code tbgwt and you can get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com um all right uh, I guess just elephant in the room. Uh, apparently, our city is, um, you know, having a time. Uh, <laughs> police shot a black man that uh, conflicting reports, obviously. But, I mean, are there ever not conflicting reports with police? Right. Uh, many times we caught them in motherfucking outright lies. Um, it's a little difficult to believe. You know, at this point, it'd be shame on us to just take that word for it. But, um so the police are saying that they were looking for a suspect in some crime or something um they rolled up on a man who was in his car um according to the police version of events uh now these police were not um plainclothes officers i mean they were plainclothes officers they were not in uniform Mm -mm. they were undercover right they rolled up on him and uh they shot and killed this man because they said he had a he came out the car with a gun um and they shot and killed him and uh you know nothing nothing more to see here guys just police doing their job taking care of things um you know how it is 
believe any of this because he was a disabled man and the people in the area says that he comes by every day to pick his child up after school this is his routine right uh his uh family and people who were witnesses say he was having he, uh, he had a book not a gun uh the police are like he had a gun um there were um protests last night uh some officers got injured i think they said like 12 you know um i don't know if that's true i don't know what the numbers really are i did see a clip though um on the news where it looked like one officer or somebody that was with the police got hit in the head with a bottle so Mm -hmm. uh like a bottle of water or something um and they had to carry him away so you know and i did see people throwing things and stuff i mean i'm not you know i'm not here to just kind of taint the shit but Mm -hmm. you know it was a chaotic scene like it wasn't a protest as far as what people are probably used to seeing online organizing shit it wasn't that it was like people angry upset in the community yes um just out there you know because the unspoken story with all this shit when these things happen is that these are powder kegs you know these are communities that have been pushed aside for so long and dealt with so much and yeah over policed to such an extent that you're not talking about um people that are just um wait and see with the cops anymore that that time is over so um to a certain extent you see that rage boiling over and you know that that that's the result of you know years not not one or two events Mm -mm. um it's the result of years and it's it's also it's one of those things where it's amazing how shocked kind of the news and people were that people almost instantly flocked to the city of charlotte and joined the protest it's like what the fuck have y'all been right like y'all 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 forgot about ferguson already in these other places like as soon as shit hit social media because i we didn't find about it till late later on because we were watching you know tv shows and things like that but it's one of those things where there was like thousands of people and people was like uh in the surrounding areas you know because black lives matter is everywhere you know mm-hmm. and so people was instantly be like hey uh y'all don't go to charlotte we going to charlotte yeah i mean and maybe there will be people coming i don't know you know it's early in the whole process um you know i don't know that it was so organized because it was more like a social media thing and how do you organize right. within hours of someone getting killed in the street you know like it's just it's a chaotic moment you know um mm-hmm. he was a father um you know his family they're like he is a disabled man he was not carrying a weapon he had a book mm-hmm. he was just reading um the police you know like there was a gun uh <laughs> it's so funny to because you see the language in these fucking reports and you're just like the suspect he's not a suspect right he was sitting there and my thing is that y'all didn't even come for him why did you fuck with him in the first place that's my question he was not a suspect what was the whole purpose of y'all interaction with him uh officer involved shooting no officer shot a man who from what any evidence shows at the very minimum didn't shoot at him the very minimum right so it's not a involved shooting officer shot a person is it wasn't like a shooting happened and a police officer just happened to be around like what was that 
you know like not just involved it was a you know like you shot and killed a man um not even just a shooting you killed him um you know the the whole a gun was found uh, found if you if a motherfucker walk out with a gun and you shoot him you don't have to find it at the scene it's there you saw it you that's why you shot him right late hours later we get uh, a gun was found you know it just makes it very suspicious you know people start thinking maybe you planted a gun you know uh just like with the guy who had his hands up and got shot the other day and two days later he had pcp in the car you know um not to mention one it's not like that shooting just happened um we just saw it um but then also he had pcp in the car in the car the locked car with the windows up he was reaching for something in the car with the with the lock window with the windows up and the doors locked. I don't believe. Nothing. We saw a video, y'all shoot him now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's that kind of shit where um, you 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 just learn to distrust the police. Four police officers lied in that situation, if not six, with because the two helicopter police, at least six officers had to lie in their reports to say this is what happened. You know, um, and we accept this as normal. We accept this as just a, a fact of life. Um, so yeah part of me i don't believe the police Mm-mm. 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 i just don't take their word for anything you know i, I know if they kill me they're gonna say i had a gun and put drugs in my car on, shit, knowing that I, i've never done drugs and i don't carry a weapon so it just doesn't matter the narrative is always the fucking same you know um we have a somewhat liberal uh city in charlotte very black city yeah uh, yeah well it's a very 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 black city here yeah the mayor is one of those woke white women and shit jennifer roberts i think um we'll see you know what i mean this is when your feet are put to the fire this is when everything's put to the test like it's easy to talk that shit when it's happening somewhere else but you know promising a thorough investigation and all that shit is is difficult you know we had an officer that killed uh jonathan farrell here you guys can look that up um a man who got in a car accident he was looking for help going from house to house but he was a black kid he was young uh he was um it was late at night so people called the police on him uh he had both his hands up he possibly had a concussion at the time too i mean he got in a car wreck um and they shot and killed him one officer shot and killed him um no other officer pulled the trigger now they did indict that officer he did face charges um like it was swift it wasn't a bunch of him and hawing the um you know the police chief uh you know did their you know did his thing at the time um i think it's rodney monroe um mm-hmm. you know like they did now he got off he got i think it was even like a mistrial the mm-hmm. first time and then they retried him i mean which is almost unspeakable when you think about going at the cops like most cities most jurisdictions don't do that they just go well he got off the end or sometimes they don't even go to trial things of this nature anyway he got off um because it's just extremely difficult to prosecute any police officer the way we had the laws written you say you fit for your life and it just doesn't matter what else happened if three other trained officers are there with you and they don't pull the trigger well hey you fear for your life that was okay you know the other officers weren't trained better or did better or did a better job they'll never turn on you and say you shouldn't have done it you know you just took someone's life and you just had to do it you know regardless he was a black person he looked like a bad dude quote unquote um so uh yeah it's you know they they killed this guy um 
they they said they gave loud clear verbal commands instructing him to drop the weapon in spite of verbal commands he exited his vehicle armed with a handgun as the officers continued to yell at him to drop it, he stepped out posing a threat to the officers at which point putney said the officer fired a service weapon striking 43 year old scott who was pronounced dead at a nearby hospital it's time to change the narrative because i can tell you from the facts of the story it's a little bit different as how it's being portrayed as, as so far especially through social media putney said so charlotte the challenge is ours um yeah uh okay that's the new police chief kara putney i don't even know him yeah he, he brand new okay um so yeah it sound like this is gonna be a the police uh against the community mm-hmm. on this one mm-hmm. um and it's also wild because um it, <laughs> if he were one we have an open carry state okay but if he were to have two people roll up on him pull out weapons and say get out of your car and he had a weapon and he pulled out his gun and said whoa 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 uh uh-uh because they didn't identify themselves probably right or even if they did they it's like if a nigga with a sweater come on and say i'm the cops he's like what i'm just gonna take your word for it you know what i mean you got a gun on me like put your gun away i didn't do anything keep in mind i haven't done anything wrong Mm-mm. like e- every version of the story just sounds like shit to me it just mm-hmm. you know i'm just fed up with police um at this point so i just don't believe them man it's- no I, I i don't believe them and something else that really really made me mad they was like uh what's funny is that a lot of times when they do these investigations they really really slow sometimes about identifying the officer in his name but because he was black he was instantly identified i picked up on that they put his name out there they told who he was i don't give a fuck if he's black you know because they try to act like that that was supposed to be okay i don't give a fuck that the dude is black he is a police officer he stands uh for the same symbol and you know that's one of the things that people fail to realize you know the thin blue line is real and the thing is is it's going to be interesting to see how they treat this officer because he's black you know because there's something else that people don't want to talk about the thin blue line is really 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 thin when you black or brown or, or, or another uh ethnicity that's why the um which I think is dumb, but that's why the, uh, uh, uh Korean, uh, people was fussing. Uh, I'm sorry if I got the, the ethnicity wrong. Were fussing up in New York because they was like, hey, he should have got the same rights as a white officer, you know, which is dumb and idiotic. You just don't kill people, but they didn't give a fuck because they could see the difference in how officers are treated. Yeah. The woman in Tulsa was a, was a woman, the woman who shot and her ID was uh, released almost immediately. Right. I mean, it's definitely different when it's a white man. No, they protect the white man. They Better. slow about identifying yeah. like, sometimes it might be days or weeks months. before you find right before i mean i know with the mike brown one you know it took months you know um and and it's weird because you're the one that's a public servant you're the one who's supposed to be transparent you know if there is video of this which there probably isn't but if there was video of this we won't see it until north carolina because of uh fuck ass law. but yeah i don't know if it's in effect right now but if it whenever it goes into effect essentially you have to go to court to see this this tape and it's the family that has to take the person to court they have to take the police to court to have a judge order them to show the public well i don't even know it's the public but to show the video right how's that transparent how am i supposed to trust you as a public office a they can still refuse and then uh b you got to have money yeah um so yeah um of course you know afterwards um 
there were just all kinds of um you know uh just property damage and shit like that which of course is the worst thing in the world it's it's, it's, it's actually worse than uh when black people get killed is when a walmart gets a door kicked in or uh so you know somebody burns some uh stars of fire with some debris i mean that that's the real crime you know yeah yeah i don't know i'm i'm, I'm just to the point where you know what i don't give a fuck about your property dog i, I just don't like, yeah whenever they go it was care. a violent night i'm like how many people got killed uh i mean they burned down uh you know the bus stop i'm like yeah that's not that fucking up a grocery car is not really the thing i was worried about Mm-mm. um at least 11 people were taken from the demonstrations or treated for life-threatening injuries at hospital officials told the news um um because the officers also uh shot tear gas into the crowd they showed mm-hmm. up in uh and this before anything became violent before there was any property damage uh they showed up in riot gear which i was talking to justin today on a pregame and i was like essentially when cops do that that's like me coming to you in the middle of a discussion and just going well calm down well i am calm yeah yeah i know just take it down notch uh i am it's not i don't need to take any down any notches i'm already at zero we are having a conversation yeah but i think stink you should like you know bring it down a little bit it's a little too much um i'm not upset and i'm not yelling please stop that uh i'm not doing anything i'm just saying you need to calm down obviously you're getting agitated i'm not getting agitated if you keep doing that shit i'm gonna get agitated well if you would just calm down i am being calm motherfucker and it's like oh okay that's how shit and that's how it feels when they pull out the riot gear when motherfuckers are just standing around grieving trying to figure asking questions of people who were there like what happened and shit like that and you come out like oh it's about to be some shit get the tear gas get the riot gear and then they're like i can't believe these motherfuckers didn't disperse it's because that's their community where the fuck are they gonna go right they live there like you you tear gas in the the parking lot you're here like you're like it's just amazing man so we'll see they're expecting more protests and shit tonight um keep on protesting yeah pat mccrory was talking about supporting the city and shit but fuck, fuck him it, right come on 100 percent. fuck him yeah like don't even try man it's, it's your you the same motherfucker to try to keep black people from voting so that we can't use power that way to to affect change so then when motherfuckers have to kick in a walmart door and everybody goes what the fuck is wrong it, yeah well maybe you stop stripping the community of, of any other recourse you know maybe you'll see that you know half these you know if you're familiar with charlotte man a lot of these people are gentrified from fourth ward and shit when when white people decide to um move down downtown Mm -hmm. they moved all the black people out and they moved them to the north side yes they did they they clean house uh for people that are not familiar with charlotte we had a bunch of different um uh project housing uh earl village dalton village first ward second ward uh fourth ward all these places were kind of downtown inner city once uh gentrification happened once uh, you got uh the football stadium and the basketball arena once you got nascar they wanted to show these places off and a lot of these places was basically within blocks uh sometimes right beside some of these places so what they did they basically uh, regentrified and hiked the prices up to where the average person could not afford it. In some places that used to be straight up ghetto that you ride through now, and it's nothing but white people in bodegas 
and then they take these people and they put them on the north side of town and the thing about it is that for a lot of them you're outside of in the city you have to use public transportation and so for a lot of people i, I mean i can't put it like this charlotte's public transportation is terrible i have family members that drive for cats Charlotte public transportation is terrible it's 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 like they have like rails and stuff they don't enter they don't kind of interact with each other and it's one of those things where uh like if you have to ride somewhere you basically have to catch the bus ride downtown transfer out and then go back out it's been like that for fucking years of something a route that should take you 30 minutes could take you three or four hours because that's just the way it's just fucked up and so you actually got these people out in this area with lack of transportation not being able to get around which it could affect jobs which can affect income and all these other uh factors yeah and it's like a lot of people that are on subsidized government housing and shit so they just move them out and it's like a black area already so Mm -hmm. it's really driving out property value and shit like that um whenever they've tried to pass laws in charlotte where it's like okay valentine this area of town you take all the tax money you use all the benefits of the city um but you uh refuse to have any of the mandated government housing that you're supposed to have so we can spread this out among everybody um like valentine is threatening to annex themselves like that's that's what happens with people and money in the city they're like in the keep in mind valentine's not like on the outskirts of our city it's in the vets fucking center they're just like we'll annex ourselves and become our own town before we let you know black people or poor people move into this area um so you end up with all these black people in the same area you know that's also an area of town that was affected a lot by subprime lending lending back during the housing crisis that was the area where they built all the new houses loaned them out on faulty information Mm -hmm. to people who couldn't afford houses but were lied to to think they could afford houses um and then all that that shit drove down property value as well you know um so it's just a lot of things colliding at the same time and years of frustration and you know when you see those kids basically out in the streets you know those are people that don't feel they got another recourse Mm -mm. you know those aren't um you know that that anger isn't about uh one shooting you know it's about a lot of shit um and that's what's happening all over america it's just happening here we're safe we're not even close to that area um but at the same time it could have been this area like it's no reason it couldn't have been Mm -hmm. you know like it ain't like we living in some in valentine either if they shoot a nigga up the street from here uh shit might get real you know like um it's, it's just sad because uh i uh, the best case scenario in my opinion would be that the police are telling the truth you know it's sad yeah. you know it's like it's like it's like with sexual assault where people where the best case scenario would be that a woman just lied on a dude and it really didn't happen and at some point the truth comes out and we can all go okay i'm just glad that that guy didn't do that is she needs to get help obviously it's the best of a worst situation worst case situation well somebody lost their life and honestly the best case scenario would be the cops are telling the truth that this motherfucker just hopped out the car for no goddamn reason and started getting ready to buck on the cops and they just shot him and killed him and that it was an open and shut case what were we supposed to do let them kill us like that would be awesome but just like with sexual assault the vast propensity of these incidents have showed up to, and been like full of 
contradicting details and cover up and shit so i just don't believe the police they're gonna have to prove to me that this person and and that's sad that that's the default but that's where i'm at man i wish i could trust the police i really do you know i wish i didn't feel like every time i see an officer that i could just get killed and they could just say whatever the fuck they want to about me only my family gonna be like well he never really was that kind of person he didn't do these things they're saying he does this that, and the other you know i don't have i have a clean record for the record i don't they'll come up with something it don't matter every time the, the playbook is the same every fucking time so you know uh even it's just they and and the sad part is that the mo- most of america's innate racism is complicit in this shit yes, sir. so all they have to do is provide any level of excuse and you will follow that rabbit hole down to the i don't want to feel guilty so the cops did the right thing line that's why they provide things like oh he had pcp in the car it really wouldn't matter if it was true right it wouldn't matter if it was true like we saw a video he wasn't being violent he wasn't doing anything towards the police uh there wasn't a weapon in the car it doesn't matter though because they they've learned over time that they can say weed makes mike brown a super nigga you know um they you know they can they can do what they can say whatever it takes and for the vast majority of people who have anti-blackness in their heart in this country that's all you need to hear and you're gone it's oh pcp in the car that that you then you know what every conversation becomes well you heard he had pcp in the car what would that have to do with anything they didn't say he was on pcp he didn't attack anyone yeah man but if he had it in the car i mean i don't know man i don't know what are you supposed to do you know and pcp is a drug that um one niggas do pcp i mean like in three places in america like was it 1970s do y'all do lsd too anyway i'm sure you know somebody does it don't write us um uh, but um pcp is a drug that is known for making people violent making them hella strong and making them not feel pain so that's why they say pcp in 2016 it's the same thing they say ronnie uh king was on when they beat the shit out of him and we saw the fucking video it didn't look like he was hulking out throwing seven officers off of him at a time it looked like a man just getting his ass beat you know what i mean like like i don't know what it was supposed to be what it what they think it looked like but what it looked like to us was a bunch of billy clubs going upside a man's head over and fucking over and over again um and so it's just kind of uh telling that the police know and can rely on racism in america at this point to the point where they can just say oh um he he uh he had a gun okay but that's not illegal in our state no it's not it's not even illegal to have it out Mm-mm. well obviously we had to kill him i mean he had a gun that's enough for most people well he had a gun oh, okay well shit my bad let's just carry on with the cheerios time to eat some cereal you know all right man so yeah it's fucked up man um i don't know what to tell y'all I'm just um you know this is a fucked up situation that's happening in our city um, yeah, and and all this did was remind me i think it was trayvon martin mm-hmm. yeah we spoke on trayvon martin and i said it then and i meant it my city is not above this i don't i, I want people to realize wherever you're sitting at your city wherever you're sitting at is not above this fuck shit yeah i'll tell you what it reminds me it reminds me every time i tell i end so many conversations with black people would be safe stay safe be safe i can't help myself is how i end conversations without even really thinking about it every once in a while 
you know i'll kind of try to be cognizant of it but that's that's it i always end it's because i worry and when i see this shit take place sometimes i'm like i don't even know what you can do to be safe when it's you know uh when it's like you're getting shot with your hands up uh because your car was disabled i just don't know what what to do you know when it's alton sterling and they just land on top of you and they shoot you in your fucking head I, i don't know what what you're supposed to do with some of this shit yeah and and i think uh for me uh it becomes very scary uh and it's something that black people have to live with all the time that white people could care less about un- un- unless they are um have empathy and sympathy you know when black people leave their house and walk out their door they, they it's like they're almost like i'm not guaranteed i'm gonna make it back home like all it just takes is one thing because what's funny is that everything that y'all quote unquote tell me i'm supposed to do people do these things and they still get shot so it's like well what am i supposed to do you know hands up i get shot hands down i get shot sitting reading the book i get shot (laughs) you know so it's like okay there's nothing i could do the only thing that people see is the color of my skin it's in the conversation yep and those like they're uh gassing people tonight too it seems yep 840 um, downtown charlotte the omni hotel they the police just gas people and they um got the ride shields out so it's gonna keep happening oh yeah oh yeah because uh i think my personal opinion is that with the uh evolution of uh black lives matter and black excuse me liberation movement Mm -hmm. is that right right phrase yeah that's okay with no i just call it black protest at this point okay black protest right i don't want to get involved in this right and and, uh, yeah uh, yeah i don't as long as you're fighting that's all that matters i'm not i'm not here for the beef but um when black protest protesters come out now it's very different than it used to be Mm -hmm. because years ago when things like this happened you will almost have to be in the city it will be on your local news and that will be about it unless the national people pick it up Mm -hmm. uh but now with uh, social media and things like that people are like we're not going back to the darkness (laughs) like we are not and it's going to be one of those things where because of social media you you that's the animal that they're not going to be able to control and it wouldn't shock me if eventually they should try to control social media so that the shit can't get out but you know it's still impossible in my opinion yeah i don't know man um all right let's talk about other shit um the weekend cut his hair off y'all um now that is also you know ah that's white people news ain't it no the weekend ain't white um he's from canada but he ain't white he a black person he won a bet awards i mean you are not gonna take this man's blackness away from him karen Uh -uh, i refuse um shit he was (laughs) the one that talked shit about donald glover because he was so much more woke than donald glover uh up in canada so he he super think he black um mm, hell, like a fucking crashing ocean get out of here yeah he finally uh got rid of the wave man he's and glad. he deleted his old instagram post probably because he was so embarrassed because somebody finally told him he looked like sideshow bob uh with that hair um so yeah the 26 year old um uh wednesday he the 26 year old who who dates model bella hadid oh so that's who she dates i've been wondering why she in every tabloid posted a photo on instagram where he looked to he looked to have a flat hairstyle uh the shot was for his new album cover ollie that same day deleted nearly all his instagram posts 
he has an impressive 6.6 million followers so he's unveiled the haircut and now everybody's you know can relax i wasn't thinking about it but thank you Mm-hmm. You, you was trying to strip him away from being black a second ago though i know that um <laughs> but yeah he's, he's, who was looking for him who was, was you looking for this i mean karen in a time of so much social turmoil we needed somebody to come out and make a statement with the hell and the weekend definitely is the person that i needed to see I, I remember thinking when people were calling me last night and hitting me up and saying rod are you okay i know this event is happening in charlotte and i said i'm okay but is the weekend's hair okay because that's what's important to me okay there's people dying in the streets but i'm dying to see what his hair looked like and they were you know and they couldn't confirm it until today that he has cut it off and he's rocking this new um this new style now you know and it does look a lot more sensible so there you guys go breaking news mm-hmm. uh major is important gonna keep it for if he's gonna keep it keep it like that for longer than a weekend i hope so you know i, I feel like he's probably mad because donald glover's hair kind of look like his now so he probably you know trying to get off of that um remember that musician from portland who uh admitted to sexually assaulting a woman he told everybody on his facebook page like hey i committed a sexual assault and i feel so bad about it and i was kind of conflicted because on the one hand we need more people to come out and admit this shit because it must be happening all these people being assaulted nobody doing it all of them but on the other hand you're not going to the police i don't know i don't i don't know what can be done you know if the victim doesn't cooperate if they already moved on i don't you know are you redredging it up are you not making it all about yourself I don't have any answers because it's a very ugly situation um he says i paid more than i expected to portland musician who admitted to sexual assault on facebook and was then hit by rape claims from another woman says he's now the victim and is facing a witch hunt over his honesty um he opened up about the post in an interview alongside his lawyer and addressed the allegations he attacked another separate woman in the incident in 2010 he said he is guilty of the crime he confessed to on facebook but not the alleged rape which erica ordway also from portland came for and claimed happened six years ago i paid for my one crime more than i think i expected to my jay said to kgw in a 23 minute long interview uh (laughs) his lawyer lisa casey said her client maintains allegations by ordway also known as wanda bones are untrue and wants to be open about that he wants to come forward and try to be accountable for what he believes did happen she said referring to the incident he confessed to on facebook that may be noble for him to do and very unusual for someone come out and try to fall on their sword and that's what people who want accountability for these type of acts that's what they want to happen we don't have to take people at their word and his legal team is investigating aggressively this aggressively because that's what needs to happen to make sure that justice happens but the problem was that after this week happened untruthful allegations came out and mr majid felt it was important to come here and set the record straight the woman who brought forward the claim declined to comment for the story according to the oregonian um so yeah he uh, i remember him coming out and talking about it but yeah and i do remember somebody in the comments of that in that post that day being like uh well what about that's not all of them or something like that and i was like hmm i wonder i mean it is kind of like pringles i doubt that you just rape one person the way that he described it Mm -hmm. 
and stop you, yourself yeah once you pop you can't stop plus he was blaming it on alcohol and shit like nobody ever has been drunk before that was a man like you know how we all get so rapey when you get drunk yeah. you know can't help yourself two beers in next thing you know you're raping everybody it's like oh man another one of these what an embarrassing night oh <laughs> sorry guys did i get rapey again last night oh guys you know how i am with jen beast mode vika in the dick right uh i mean vodka i'm sorry yeah or vicodin in the dick i don't know like a dick um what i have seen on his page and from his post in the discussion about his situation involving words of praise for him being so brave as to come forward and acknowledge what he's done this post is being written to bring up a multitude of issues i see surrounding this case in particular and so many others i know have happened ordway did criticize my jizz online confession and said she was still waiting for a half-assed public apology before going on to detail some of the trauma she has endured since the alleged assault since his interview with kgw my jay has said uh he has been contacted with the portland police bureau and that he has made a full report regarding Ordway's allegation when asked how he can admit to one incident even though he was intoxicated not the other he says because one happened and one didn't now here's the thing i don't if if he's telling the truth i don't know what you are supposed to do you know what i mean if he's lying um then i understand why ordway will be coming through like uh-uh you can't be just have like you're still not telling the truth don't say shit especially if you're apologizing to someone else that's not me and you did this to me uh he uh he said he denied ordway's claim saying it never happened that he remembered their interaction quite well he also told the station he heard about the allegation a year and three months ago he reached out to ordway with empathy well let's see this see see some shit did happen though so it's not like she just made up some like oh he uh he was at my house on the 15th he was out of town on the 15th you know like there was some sort of contact between the two of them uh we're looking into the case and we're investigating talking to witnesses trying to figure out what happened here but also trying to make it clear what didn't happen his lawyer told kgw my said that while he does not regret coming forward about the sexual assault he thinks facebook may not have been the right medium to do so in hindsight i wish i would have used a news organization how much you use the police the fuck uh i better come forward on cbs let them know that i'm a rapist yeah i just want to excuse me cbs i'd like to apologize for a rape i committed uh hold on we'll forge you to 911 no 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 i don't think we need to get the police involved i mean that might have some real consequences uh what i'm thinking ah! is maybe we could do like a whole special you know what i'm saying like i could do perform a song to start you know for my new band uh rape sabbath check us out we perform every weekend uh but yeah we can do i can do a little song and then like i'll do an interview and then like i do i do my confession and then i do like a little outro song you know you could put it in the futurette for the show you know how you could be like is somebody uh is the water safe for your children like you could just put like is your facebook page safe from rapists find out at 11 <laughs> and then i'll show up i'll play some acoustic guitar and we'll call it a rap i mean because i think the people need to know uh also get my twitter name right i think the people need to know uh also my website here's my card and my uh Instagram. yeah after we're done with that it, it should be over because nobody else is gonna come forward and that'll be a wrap um a news organization really well if you steal somebody's phone do you do that hey uh nbc i just like to get this out there i'm guilty conscious i stole somebody's phone and uh i just really think y'all should let me apologize on your air uh, i wish there could have been a discussion about what it looks like for people to take accountability in sexual assault and rape culture and 
um one that was positive instead of just trying to twist it into some witch hunt uh he said in the end he would like to see more people males in particular come out and start taking accountability should they all get news reports should they all be on the news what the fuck is the news gonna look like when that happens i mean let's not go to the police or anything where it can be accountable oh no we ain't trying to be accountable like you couldn't even have went to like a sexual assault organization and talked to them about it like how what's the best way that we can use my story to help and what what actions do i need to take to show that i'm serious blah 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 because they could have helped you yeah just now nah, i'm good uh he says the right thing to do adding that he would like to take himself out of it because this is not about me i paid for my one crime more than i expected to <laughs> i like how he gets to decide like this is about enough punishment guys <laughs> i think we're all getting a little bit out of hand yeah, i didn't expect it to get this far <laughs> everyone this outrage coming from you guys are treating me like i'm some kind of rapist and i think we just need to take a step back and breathe and relax okay it's not like i'm just raping everybody okay i rape one person ah! and I told you about it and one other person accused me of rape but that's like a total coincidence she just be lying okay so let's just like fall back uh before something actually happens and maybe the police start paying attention let's just stop <laughs> what we're doing before I actually really do such for jail time i guys let me tell you boy is there egg on my face i am so ah! sorry ah! i'm just i've gotten myself in a kerfuffle here and i just think we need to stop i mean <laughs> this is a lot i mean people are retweeting and sharing it it's a lot guys and i just several news organizations have covered it at this point and i did not think it was gonna be that big of a deal mm-hmm. all right not. make sure you check out my band page on soundcloud mm-hmm. uh but i uh so she heard her site was uh, her facebook post basically uh talked about uh the assault um and um she, she, she even got the day november 28 2010 something happened to me to change me as a person has affected my life since i don't go into public detail about that night anymore because it's incredibly triggering for me and the many women i know whom this has happened for the past two days i've been living in hell i've recently discovered that the man who sexually assaulted i.e raped me about almost six years ago was publicly announced his apology to his most current victim what i've seen on his page from his post is a discussion about a situation involving words of praise for him being so brave as to come forward and acknowledge what he's done this post is being written to bring up a multitude of issues i see surrounding this case um first off yes sir thank you for being so quote unquote brave and holding yourself accountable for your actions was this post at the many people within your community were upset with your actions and called you to come out publicly for what you've done i know there is that saying don't read the comments they're never good but somewhere inside us always wants to i'm uh very happy to see your grandma still loves you after what you have done that you still have time to turn to god for your salvation that alcohol is what made you do this reprehensible act and that you truly believe alcoholics anonymous is what will save you from doing it again i would love to be presented with a half-assed public apology six years too late for what you did to me still waiting bud now let now let me fill you in on some things that i've gone through for the past six years uh and it's like a very long like you know all the stuff she's mentally went through and shit like that um 
so yep uh he filed a claim against or she filed a claim against my jed on september 8th um portland police bureau sergeant pete simpson previously told the oregon daily that sex crimes detectives are investigating the case and know about the latest report and his facebook post earlier this month majid wrote that his intoxication did not excuse the what he says he did sexual assault is horrific disgusting and inexcusable he said majid wrote that he was not looking for sympathy but he was being honest and accountable for his behavior um yeah he but that first post he definitely said that shit about oh it's because i was drunk and if i get out i'm gonna get out this alcohol y'all it's like nigga that ain't no excuse so many people go out and drink every night and just don't do this so it's not a good excuse man um so at any rate um that's the update on that story we'll let you guys know when more happens um but that dude seems to be in some trouble uh gucci man's off house arrest so everybody celebrate i meant to say that yesterday when we had the ladies from whiskey wine and moonshine on because i know they would have got a kick out of that uh but i've messed up but yeah he's off uh house arrest just four months after his prison release he took the snapchat to announce that he's off house arrest hey. he said waptober on the way and oh, he captured oh. a, f- a photo of himself snapping off his ankle bracelet waptober waptober baby uh what does that mean Go ahead, Gucci man. Why by October? What's happening here? I don't know, Karen. You stop asking these follow-up questions. <laughs> oh, it's slang. I'm old. Up to six hundred thousand guns are stolen every year in the United States, and that's one per minute. God damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of weapons, dog. It is. A gun a minute. I don't know how the cops don't kill six hundred thousand people a year. I mean, these rates, right? um kid cuddy blast kanye west and drake for having 30 people write songs for them i don't give a fuck is it hot yes i'm good all right karen doesn't give a fuck guys so we're moving on okay uh let's mm-hmm. and most of y'all don't either there's very very few people that's actually not trying funny these days that actually care you might have some like hardcore people that are really into write your own shit i don't care yeah it's really about it's really about taking a knock at the, the people on the top of the game because i've heard the thing the th- i don't take these allegations very seriously because they've always done it for the people at the top it's n- no one ever cares when it's like somebody else but like they I'm, i've heard it said about jay-z a guy who famously is like i write my i don't even write my fucking rhymes like i memorize them and say them myself um and even in his case you got people being like you know he got a ghostwriter right it's just so it's just not it's literally not worth discussing i honestly don't because it only comes up when you don't like somebody if it was something that came up when people were talking about how dope an artist was okay but you know the assumption is always that the popular artist doesn't write their own shit it's never for like j cole or not that j cole's not popular but you know he's not as popular as drake or kanye or whatever and so you always end up with these you know they don't write their shit okay cool if it's dope then don't nobody care all right for you and the eight people fussing on h s o h h if i'm saying that right that the hamster is dead um <laughs> that's a completely different site now uh furious passengers delayed for seven hours after a woman demanded to get off flight because she wanted to get a divorce um that's right what? over 500 passengers were left stranded for seven hours seven hours after one woman's impromptu decision to change her relationship status the travelers was forced off were forced off a flight which was headed from moscow to 
vladivostok russia on monday as one woman on board decided she needed a divorce pronto witnesses claim that while the plane was taxiing she demanded to be let off the flight and repeatedly over and over again i'm not in the mood to fly now i don't give a fuck <laughs> due to safety regulations everyone was forced to exit the plane too and have their luggage security screened again which prompted the long delay i wonder if it's like that thing where uh he was supposed to ride slowly beside her in the plane like when the woman says let me out the car yeah baby please get back in the car is he supposed to be on the plane like baby please get back in the plane please come on now don't do this i'm surprised she survived because now i'm delayed seven hours what happened if i had connecting flights what happened if uh i had appointment like you just because seven hours is a long period of time to be delayed yep because you was like i want off yep sit your ass down uh the cabin crew tried to persuade her not to leave the aircraft because it's a long procedure she added one girl decided not to fly to the coastal town moreover she changed her mind at the time of takeoff for more than an hour they tried to persuade her to stay but she decided to get a divorce and she had to get out you got to really can't stand a motherfucker to be like nope but you know what listen that dude lucked out because any woman that's willing to do that don't fuck around right she was like i don't give a fuck about this plane about y'all we about to take off man i don't care yeah it, like it's she was, she was really really fed up but for the other passengers they don't give a fuck about you and your divorce ma'am so you're gonna have to take this flight and then turn around and fly your ass right back and get that divorce mm-hmm so there you guys go to be mad on the plane yep you have to be mad i'm sorry like i'll switch seats with you right you won't you won't switch with me i'll sit beside the bastard so we can go Mm-hmm. after she came off it dropped off 525 passengers according to the regulation the aircraft must undergo another inspection we were there for seven hours russian airline has decided to remain silent it's a shame this one will not suffer any punishment right if nothing else she should have to pay pay for the crew's time they should make her marry that same dude again that should be that's the thing we know she don't really want she there really should don't be a fee do. for that come on dog mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some form of a fee i agree karen i think you're i think you're making a valid point you know something right um <laughs> all right and then she probably had nothing about, i want my money back no fuck you we charge you twice <laughs> <laughs> i decide not to go what happens if you get to court and be like i actually i do want to stay in this relationship i don't know what i was thinking it don't matter we got your money and you will not get it back because them seven hours <laughs> for the because i think you had the crew mm-hmm. you had the passengers then you had the uh the people at the airport like you literally wasted a whole shift somebody's work shift short, short of one hour lunch all right um let's go to uh fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go around and we get different articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants to 
uh which is me and karen to score them from zero to 100 intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody all right let's see who made the list uh keeping up with our college theme um and social media shout out to social media catching races one at a time uh they they not here for it lock the black bitch out north dakota students mm -hmm, lock the black bitch out north dakota students racist snapchat exposes dorm harassment but hey let's not allow black kids to have their own dorm because that would be ridiculous it's so we they need to experience this to make them stronger shout out to aisha tyler mm, I, I, <laughs> I see uh snapchat be snapping people yeah you got everybody chat snapchat is, is is taking folks down uh the university of north carolina said on wednesday that it was investigating a racist social media post uh i mean north dakota well i say north carolina anyway a racist social media post that allegedly shows white students la- uh, locking a black student out of her own dorm room uh, did she pay tuition for right of course right. you're a student there too but this is what you need to be able to succeed in corporate america you need white people to treat you this way at college so that you can grow up and be strong mm-hmm. the photo includes the cash and lock the black bitch out my friend left her phone in her room and the three kids picture below took uh took her phone took the snapchat picture below they cashing it locked the black bitch out my friend was not aware that they had done this and didn't even realize they had put this on her snapchat story until another friend of ours pointed out we all know racism is alive and well whether you like to admit it or not she lamented when act when said acts of racism happened at your school it's infuriating and heartbreaking and a statement posted to twitter the university said it was aware of the incident and in the process of gathering information bitch it's a picture with three women in it and the caption says lock the black bitch out they all smiling throwing up peace signs the fuck else research you need was it photoshop is that what you gotta ask oh man um they said we take this issue seriously no you don't yeah let me tell you who took it seriously them people was like oh all of la black mask you got to go bitch yeah the um yeah so zero to 100 oh yeah that's 100 fuck them mm-hmm mm-hmm okay about your education don't do dumb shit uh connecticut college student uh got punished because she posted a photo on social media showing her friend wearing a beauty facial mask with the caption black lives matter (laughs) so kind of a take on the uh the other late not even original racism it's Mm -hmm. it's the racism from the other day which is less funny uh Not, not, not as good uh a connecticut college student who was disciplined on wednesday after she uploaded a picture of her friend wearing a beauty facial mask to snapchat with the caption black lives matter uh the photo went viral within hours prompting an intense backlash on social media the woman in question is a student at quinnipiac uh university uh initially the image was perceived as intentionally incendiary with the woman picture seeking to degenerate af to denigrate african-americans by painting blackface um I, this is like that david simon shit right they keep telling well it's not blackface it's a beauty mask like we give a fuck we know that you're uh trying to mock our skin and our culture and historically just because you're not getting shoe polish it doesn't make it less of blackface to us in 2016 we do get the joke guys it's just not very fucking funny like you know like you don't no 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 guys it's a beauty mask that's why it's so funny it's not shoe polish like bitch we know all right i don't give a 
love you know how many white people use that shit every day and don't have this problem right um so it was later learned the student in the image was wearing a beauty mask and that she had no knowledge that the person taking the photograph was posted on snapchat with a racially insensitive caption this is what i was saying about the one who was like it feels good to be a nigger was like that was the only plausible deniability is someone else took the picture or i didn't know you captioned it that way now we'll see what happens with this lady you know um the university disciplined the friend who took the photograph rather than the woman picture that which is still fucked up for you to do to your friend as well because now she's gonna be walking campus there's gonna be a lot of people that just assume she did that shit right regardless you just smiling taking a picture and they see you know they posting your face out there they haven't said what the nature of the scope of the punishment is so we don't even know what the punishment was just that quote-unquote she was punished um and they have zero tolerance for any acts of racism or hatred or bigotry but the punishment doesn't sound like expulsion because y'all would have said so um at any rate zero to a hundred care no a hundred a hundred for me as well a hundred for me as well uh let's see um twitter deleted this student's eye-opening thread on america's racist past it went viral anyway um you don't say yeah i saw this in real time when people were like because the first thing they did okay on twitter you can make a thread now what you do is you make one post and then you reply to that post but you take your ad out of it and basically when people click on it it'll show your it'll show the first post and the second post and the third post oh okay all up underneath each other right Right. so So, sort of like a long conversation yeah many and people always ask me to do these and i never fucking remember because it's not i don't tweet that way i don't step to twitter with like here's my dissertation like i just go off on shit and then later on i'm like oh yeah i guess i could have threaded that what i didn't think it would be 12 tweets i didn't think it would you know i I had no fucking idea right because in real time you don't know how long and then they say you know you're fucking talking about something else right um but it was on 9-11 it was the 15th anniversary of 9-11 remember how everybody was uh very distraught and bringing that up okay so she says white people can't ever let go of 9-11 a single day in our history but want you to get over 300 years of racial oppression lol come on this shit got 69,000 retweets. Now, I don't even want to know what her phone looked like. Like, real talk. But that's real, though. But yeah. somebody that's just had shit all, go viral for thousands, the, I don't know what the fuck, 90, nigga, uh, delete my account. All the dog avids. Woo! <laughs> all the bird avids. All the American flags. I know all she, the cats. I know she had to turn on her quality filter. You know. All the eggs. Yeah. Uh, oh, did I tell y'all Ira Glass followed me? after we made our jokes about chairs on the feedback show our glass from this american life follow me i guess he been getting a lot of live tweets and racism i don't know how long he gonna last y'all we'll see he ain't gonna last long yeah i don't know um he only followed like 400 people i was like i don't think that's enough to follow me Mm-mm. you probably gonna be like this nigga will not shut up um more than just an inflammatory remark it was the first in a series of tweets intended to educate people on america's racist legacy that is often ignored entirely let alone remember it uh once a year uh she says racist uh and i'm not racist but racist love to act like there there wasn't a large period of racially motivated fuckery after slavery so here on the 15th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks is a thread about uh, american atrocities we shouldn't be forgetting about anytime soon and she put out 49 tweets and it was a small sample uh they put in this article the dunning school was a huge group of historians who perpetuated the idea that reconstruction was a failure and blacks were better in slavery 
the kkk began in 1865 as a social fraternity to terrorize free people in ghost costumes uh the film ultimately caused i was talking uh this is about song of the south i'm sure the film ultimately caused a kkk resurgence it had approximately four million members by 1925 violence and chaos followed in 1921 right whites ruined a prosperous area of oklahoma known as black wall street never heard about this in grade school mm-hmm. uh the star of the movie james basket wasn't allowed to attend a premiere in the uh of the movie in atlanta for uh, i don't know what movie that's for uh just 45 years ago most whites did not want to integrate reminder people from that generation are still alive yes they are uh did you know that pruitt ego housing projects built in 1954 didn't allow black men fathers to live with the family it was brilliant uh the u.s government gave blacks cheap housing but often denied families with the man involved the fatherless jokes not funny uh the war on drugs churned out billions created jobs in law enforcement and prison industries and reinforced black discrimination we've reached the 80s and i can still go on for dozens of tweets didn't even mention one-fourth of the atrocities suffered by blacks after slavery uh so then you know she basically wrapped it up saying that you know it's it's people want to forget about this the history uh black just terrorism like we have experienced terrorism in this country yes, as uh, and yet the 9-11 is the day that uh everyone has decided is we'll live in infamy and we can never get over right and the thing is oppression is oppression and tragedy is tragedy but it's funny how people pick and choose we never forget about 9-11 we never going to forget about the holocaust but we forget about the trail of tears you know but we want to wash away slavery you know so we pick and choose what we never forget um so then twitter first they de-threaded the tweet so they made made it so that each tweet was separate so that you couldn't just retweet the first one and say hey y'all check out this thread um now why would they even get involved right you know how many millions of racist tweets like literal racist tweets not some black person pointing out very accurately the racist history of america but just literally like you nigger type tweets and people that are getting exposed and harassed and uh all you know people doing all these terrible things on twitter this is what you decide to go after that's very telling in a place that wouldn't get rid of a lot of right-wing harassers of so many different people gay people black people women um you wouldn't get rid of them because you kept citing freedom of speech because twitter's fucking boardroom is still a bunch of bros come on you know like it's still a bunch of white dudes that think freedom of speech is the freedom to harass everybody and not to hear anything back um so yeah they break they broke the thread and she says that because they broke it it made it worse because it made it seem like her first tweet was just inflammatory like fuck you white people when it was actually a very educational historical thread um and, and and informative you know she went through like look at all these things that have been glossed over and instead it just looks like she says white people want us to care about 9-11 fuck them you know um so yeah they um and then you know you see the response to to everybody white people it affected us all and i'm sure she got ninety thousand of these because she got retweeted that many times uh twitter uh twitter has not even expressed why they did this by the way because they don't Racism. have to yeah they don't have to explain because that's what they do you know um maybe if it would have happened to leslie jones or someone where prominent enough for enough people to like gang up on them or something 
someone popular that they couldn't avoid because the news was gonna bring it up then they might have done something but you know they still respond with these anecdotal responses because they have not created any level of uh systemic response to racism and harassment because i think they still want those numbers that and it's also is one of those things but they don't even know how their fucking platform works Mm -hmm. i don't even think they comprehend how their platform works or they do and just don't give a fuck uh so zero to a hundred Oh, 100. Fuck them. Yeah, that's 100 for me too, buddy. That's a good old 100. Um, all right. Um, let's see if we can, uh, get into some different type of news here, guys. Getting something a little more positive. They call you Lady Luck. But there is room for doubt At times you have A very unladylike way Of running out You're on this date with me The pickings have been lush And yet before this evening is over You might brush you might forget your manners you might refuse to stay and so the best that i can do is Be a lady tonight. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck if you've ever been a lady to begin with. Luck be a lady tonight. The gentleman see them titties. How nice a dame you can be. I know the way you treated other guys you've been with. Look, be a lady tonight and not a whole world of slut like you normally are. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> Uh, it's white people news time guys and of course we're talking about the only thing that matters in white people news uh brad pitt and angelina jolie man <laughs> guests at a hotel uh have left some comments okay. uh they said don't go where brad pitt stay in there uh when brad pitt stay in there uh they did not like his huge entourage and noisy pool parties in the wee hours of the morning uh at the hotel uh when he was filming with marion cotillard mm-hmm. uh they were at the santa catalina hotel in may and a review on TripAdvisor complained that the noisy parties uh by pitt's entourage are very annoying mm. yeah um now of course you know people are alleging that he had an affair with cotillard who has denied having an affair with her oscar-winning co-star uh during the making of the film uh but of course so did angelina jolie when he was with aniston so who knows what the truth is 
um but now details have emerged on a TripAdvisor review by Debs1900, who lives in Poole, Dorset, and stayed in the hotel in May. Firstly, I'd like to say that this is a very beautiful, old-fashioned hotel that was has wonderful architecture and very authentic, but kept it old, its old-world charm, which should have been a perfect stay. Sadly, however, was not so perfect. So if you're not on the VIP list, then you're not an important person, and then service is clearly lacking beware who's staying in the hotel as i hit the exact time that brad pitt was in town to film his new film allied and the whole other floor three and four was taken up with all his film crew and entourage devs 1900 went on to say there was a private pool party going on for brad pitt and all the local vips meant not only that what the uh, was the hotel full to overflow point but also very noisy until the early hours of the morning the outrage reviewer added don't get me wrong i have every respect for brad pitt he is a fabulous actor but i would not choose to meet him nor stay at the same hotel as everyone has a right to privacy she was very upset y'all um wonder if that's what led to the divorce he was partying too hard being away from his kids talking about always oh, such hard work i really hate leaving y'all and then he's in the hotel talking about luck let a gentleman see them titties uh, <laughs> uh also um he is now filed for custody, joint custody of the kids against angelina jolie oh she wanted primary custody and he said child we're gonna be fighting with the gloves off this is you in the fight club now <laughs> the real fight club mm-hmm uh, and the number one rule of fight club this fight club we tell everybody mm-hmm. sources connected to brad say that angelina is dreaming if she thinks she can take his kids away from him good because that was the only reason i was gonna stop seeing this movie he got out of that black kid's life but as long as he stick around i'm in for the long haul brad uh angelina wants sole physical custody of the children she wants a judge to give him visitation but that's it sources tell us brad says there's no chance it's going to happen pitt wants joint custody he doesn't want to interfere with angelina's ability to be a co-parent but he won't allow her to thwart him this now this now promises to become the flashpoint in the divorce and has a potential to be a fierce legal battle that said our brad sources say brad sources uh say he's quick to add angelina's a great mother and doesn't want to hurt her in the divorce the sources say brad and angelina haven't gotten along for months and have been had frank talks about divorce several times so this wasn't a shock nevertheless he's still devastated um man how quickly it turns better everything they talked about was with their kids and now it's uh you know get this bitch away from me you know you can't even see our kids yeah it is sad uh by the way it makes psychological sense if you guys care a lot about brangelina's divorce um uh, apparently um from a psychology standpoint all the sadness and schadenfreude are indicative of a parasocial relationship uh that people have with celebrities the the researchers donald horton and richard wall coined the term in 1956 arguing that the advent of mass media created a one-sided intimacy at a distance for actors such as brad and angelina a sort of fusion takes place between the characters they play on screen and the personae they communicate in the media which was different back in the day when the theater was the main form of drama and the researchers contended that the confusion of identities was temporary since after the final bow the actor goes back to a matter of fact in real life world but 
radio and television have fiction in real life and continuous interplay they write radio and television are alternatively uh alternate alternately uh public platforms and theaters extending the parasocial relationships now to leading people of the world of affairs now to fictional characters sometimes even to puppets uh anthropomorph- anthropomorphically uh transformed into personalities and finally to theater stars who appear in their capacities as real celebrities they write despite the weird shade thrown on the puppetry yeah i don't know why they would do that uh, they, hit <laughs> the nail, they hit the nail on the head uh regarding how normal people relate to movie stars so yeah apparently guys you're not alone if you're um really really into this divorce and all the details and it's really affecting you and making you sad that's you're not alone you're just a white person i mean it is in white people news guys this doesn't apply to niggas we definitely do not care about these motherfuckers that much uh sigourney weaver oh shit what about her now this isn't brad and angelina we now, got i do know who this white woman is about time uh right? she cut a chic figure in a form-fitting green dress as she accepts her lifetime achievement award at san sebastian film festival in spain oh shit now that's right guys Sigourney weaver she was out there um showing showing off the uh form um yeah i'll, I'll get the picture up you let me know when you can see it but um of course y'all mostly know her for being an alien mm-hmm. uh she was also an avatar but on wednesday evening she was absolutely stunning uh uh when she uh showed up in her green dress the 66 year old beautiful uh whose beauty oozed hollywood ga- glamour oozed all right as she walked the red ah! carpet in an ankle length green gown that I, nipped at the waist are they trying to say she looked like slime what do we have what are we oozing about is this really form-fitting because i feel like no, teacher bay put not. this to shame mm-hmm. you know that's now i know she's 66 but i'm just saying yeah, i mean it is actually it's more flowy it's not really yeah. form-fitting yeah i did notice she has a slight armpit stain so it must have been hot in the uh must have been hot in the dress you know and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that some people are into that yeah probably wouldn't breezy Mm -hmm. you know everybody can't kim k out there uh finley tailored uh to fit sigourney's enviable form the garment uh i mean i'm sorry finley finally tailored to fit sigourney's enviable form the garment included a long decorative sash also in green which tied at her left hip despite covering nearly every inch of her skin the dress still showcased the silhouette of her chest adding just the right amount of sex appeal to her elegant ensemble that is true nobody can look at that dress without wanting to fuck them 66 year old titties let me tell you that buddy that's what that's what daily mail is telling and i I gotta agree uh how do you not want to get up on them titties did you know she's five foot eleven that's tall mm-hmm that's tall yeah that's like one inch shorter than me mm-hmm. um but yeah she got a lifetime achievement award and, and she she does look good man you know mm-hmm. 66 years old man wait hey looks good on you sigourney yeah that's that's tall for a woman yeah, it's weird she wasn't considered like a traditional hollywood actress and shit kept getting like these hardcore roles and stuff it's like she's still a very stunning woman yes um and other white people news uh apparently jim carrey is being sued by the husband of his girl on again off again girlfriend who killed herself you heard what? me yeah you heard me 
yeah he hit with a wrongful death suit at the suicide of his own again off again girlfriend Catherine Catherineona so white sued by her husband by her husband so she was married she was married uh he's accused in a civil suit of obtaining controlled substances under a fake name giving them the white and then after a suicide taking steps to conceal and obfuscate his involvement and culpability in her death we will also be requesting that the los angeles da office launch an investigation in his role in the death of miss white burton's attorney uh michael Evanati said on monday um yep mark burton was married to white at the time of her death so maybe they were, were they, off again at that time i don't know yeah i mean because mm-hmm. one of the things i have family members that do this where they the paper said they married but they ain't had no relationship clearly they must be married though i mean yeah. legally yeah legally paper is yes. important this you know yes uh jim carrey has hit back and says that his girlfriend's heartless husband is trying to profit off of her death by suing the star for providing drugs which she used to kill herself jim carrey has slammed the estranged husband of Catherine white for trying to profit from her death by suing the star over drugs she used to end her own life the actor issued a defiant statement after mark burton filed the suit claiming carrey illegally obtained and then distributed ambien propanol propanolol and percocet to his girlfriend bottles of those three pills were found in white's home with a lifeless body in september last year they were prescribed to arthur king an alias used by carrey however carrie's lawyer marty singer has called the lawsuit a shameless shakedown and says the client is blameless while carrie has called the lawsuit heartless insisting cat's troubles were born long before i met her carrie said there are moments in life when you have to stand up and defend your honor against the evil in this world i will not tolerate this heartless attempt to exploit me or the woman i loved um he added Castro's uh sadly her tragic end was beyond anyone's control i really hope someday soon people will stop trying to profit from this and let her rest in peace i mean i guess so too because like how do you stop somebody from killing themselves and i mean unless you knew the drugs would lead to her killing herself i don't know how you would you can't prove that yeah how would you prove that in court like he knew she was gonna kill herself with these drugs i don't know maybe they do got some evidence or something i don't know it's a civil suit though so you're suing for money not the um right and if you were fucking with my wife i mean i might be petty enough to go ahead and sue your ass i mean uh-huh. I, to, I mean let's be reasonable about this Even shit if we went together yeah let's be reasonable if we not together we married fuck you out fuck out of here we ain't not together you can't decide i mean you know might i might not like your ass yeah <laughs> um however carrie's lawyer claims the prescriptions were legally obtained as doctors and insurers were aware of the alias use he said many actors use alias for prescriptions to protect their privacy okay that makes sense well we'll see man um uh at any rate now you're up to date on some white people news on that one uh let's go ahead and get into some guest the race guys where is my guest the race music um now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time 
now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room and karen to guess the race and they are all racist all right um and today's guest the race is brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin Nas just gave him a shout out in a rap that's right step up your shave game go to getbevel.com and put in code tvgwt and you can get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com um i shave with it all the time helps me feel good feel luxurious gives me a routine gives me a few minutes to myself just to think about life and how everything is going just meditating in the mirror and shaving my uh just hair off of my beard man so make sure you guys do it because i think we all could use a little bit of relaxing a little bit of moment for yourself uh you're a brown person in this world you know when the cops kill you, you definitely want to look your best. So just make sure you get out there and get the shaving. All right. Uh, get bevel.com code TVGWT 20% off your first round. All right. Into the sizzle. A Florida mother throws a pot of boiling water on her cheating boyfriend and that two month old baby. Oh, that baby. Shout out to Firestarter. Um, yeah. And of course, oh, Florida. I mean, come on. Uh, police in Florida say a scoring girlfriend threw a pot of boiling water on her boyfriend as he lay on the bed with the couple's two month old son. Wow. She gave zero fucks. Eva Monord, Eva Monord, uh, and Eva spelled Y-V-A. So I'm, a, I'm assuming it's pronounced Eva there. Uh, or Iva maybe. Uh, sometimes why? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, she's been charged with aggravated domestic battery and aggravated child abuse in uh saturday's incident and left her boyfriend and baby with severe injuries man according to the arrest report the infant suffered second and third degree burns to his chest and arms the burns make up about five percent of his body two months old that's a hell of a shock to a two-month-old the baby's father 23-year-old winsky perpignan perpignan uh had second and third degree burns over his face neck chest arms wipe me down and about 20 percent of his body shit she got him good the report says they had an off again on again relationship and that monor told investigators she was frustrated over infidelity issues so he was cheating y'all just didn't need to be together baby right so you put the hot boiling water on him and the baby Mm -hmm. i'll leave you first talk about throwing a baby out with the hot boiling water jesus yeah she meant that Mm mm-hmm um and she just need to cool down you know don't let things boil over Mm-mm. um police say uh i guess it just bubbled to the surface um uh, police say on saturday she boiled a pot of water to sanitize her son's pacifiers and bottles but then she carried the piping hot liquid into the bedroom where her boyfriend was sleeping and intentionally knocked it onto the bed at first according to the arrest report cited by the station the 23 year old man thought he was the one who accidentally knocked the pot off the side table in his sleep after initially denied that her act yeah what would the fucking pot be in the bedroom for she clearly did it after denying her actions were intentional she eventually admitted that she was upset with her boyfriend for cheating on her she also told the police she did not know that son was sleeping next to him because he uh she he was covered with a blanket oh well you going to jail for some real stupid shit man mm-hmm. DSS gonna take that baby too. yeah you might lose your kid over this t- stupid shit yeah. guess the race of eva menard 
the way you spelled that name black mm, karen's going with black let's check the chat room and see what these racist sons of bitches think um through <laughs> through scalding hot vienna sausage water on them white <laughs> tim tebow for president white likely feeling the burn long before this happened white Aww. that's a black ass crime says eve uh well the correct answer is karen went black the rest of y'all went white except for evie and karen was right (laughs) some of you did get it wrong I took my chances up. I said, if it's a white woman with her first name spelled like that, I'm about to take this L. Yeah, YVA. Right. That made no sense. Yeah, you normally, um, you know, now you did call a Tramel Jenkins <laughs> white the other day. The so crime. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if. <laughs> I'm, uh, I guess you're getting better. I, yeah, I didn't ask for the spelling of Jamel. Uh, but I don't, yeah. think, I don't think it would have mattered in that case. Is it showing up in the chat? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's okay. twice. Oh, okay all right cool so that's what she looked like y'all uh she lost her baby probably over this oh. bullshit over some nigga i'll hit it again one more time all right Did there it... you go okay so it's off now mm-hmm. all right cool all right let's go to the next one um a funeral director has been accused of taking selfies with corpses with the caskets what yeah look who i'm burying today y'all <laughs> I got a few of that two thirty man that Monday. <laughs> I'm killing them dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah. I'm ready to get paid in them tummins. Uh Saturday was a difficult day for Rose, Molina, and her family. They buried a thirty two year old cousin. Uh, that day was especially hard for us because Saturday was the one year anniversary of the loss of my grandmother Aww. and they were buried next to each other said Molina mm-hmm. Molina said at- Saturday oh, was the funeral go. for Rose Molina's 32 year old cousin she says as they were loading his hearse she couldn't believe what she says she saw happening the funeral director she says took a selfie with his casket behind him and you could see he had kind of angled or you know you have it positioned to a certain way we could catch the background you know i've taken selfies i have brothers and sisters everyone takes selfies i know what that post looks like after being so upset she immediately went to the funeral director's facebook page david l jones and she says she found what appears to be other selfies with caskets and hearses behind him no matter what industry there should be a level of professionalism and uh customer service this is this is not does not fall in line with that especially you know in the industry dealing with death and and you know family who are hurting playoff funeral home in jacinto city is where that funeral took place now jones is an independent contractor and happened to be working for layall but he is not an employee there officially layall funeral home did tell us they apologize for that behavior all right so guess the race of the funeral director what was his name uh let's see his name is something jones let me see what is jones first name david l jones selfie taker at the funeral i won't say white because of that woman's voice i'm going white 
karen's going white because of the voice of the woman up first oops didn't mean to do that uh all right let's see what you guys uh believe his race is in the chat room um uh let's see um thought granddad's cousin who just discovered snapchat black a really bad dude black these prices are a dead giveaway never forget black <laughs> he's white like the interior of the caskets jigaboo jones Aww. the most niggerish thing ever black all right everybody went a lot of people went black karen went, and a couple other people went white well the correct answer is he was black <laughs> for the some people say white oh yeah some people said black for all the black people that said black that was y'all got it right that woman sounded so white uh what sounded oh the woman was the woman was latina but okay. and that's his picture is it showing in the chat Mm-mm. okay oh, oh. i don't know why it's acting stupid right now okay <laughs> uh all right let me try this one more time what about now is it showing mm-hmm. god damn it uh oh up, up, it just popped up okay cool all right that's him y'all oh yeah he very black yeah he's like his beard is like beijing don't it don't like, like it's, it's painted on yeah like one of them fake ass beards he be yes. having like maybe he was that's what he was trying to show he's like look at my fake ass beard he's not even smiling in there because he know his ass at the funeral and if anybody see him they gonna fuck his ass up but mm-hmm. you know they'll be burying him mm-hmm they still had to do it all right guys let's finally wrap this bad boy up with some sore ratchetness so i can go watch queen sugar okay um a dog owner who hit his pet with a samurai sword is cleared of cruelty charges what he hit his pet over the head with a two and a half foot samurai sword after the dog bit him he's been found not guilty of causing unnecessary suffering to an animal jordan thomason struck the five-year-old german shepherd called kaiser two or three times with the weapon outside his home and little holton after the dog attacked him he said the dog had gone for a girl at his house and when he tried to get outside the home he lived with his mother and so he lived with his mom okay mr thompson thomason 24 now of alexander road said i was seeing this girl she had stayed over we were messing about in the front room the dog went for the girl he was jumping up to bite her he said he grabbed the dog but did it launch it lashed onto his buttock mr thomason who was formerly in the army said i was scared he then picked up a samurai sword from near the front door that belonged to the mom's partner and opened the door to let the girl himself out but the dog chased him he said i hit him two or three times he was attacking me police interview he denied the dog had bitten him but said in court he did that because he was worried the dog would be put down that's sad that's a whole sad situation right there but he had the dog since it was a puppy he said it was like his best mate 
his friend matthew howell who was in the car outside the house when it happened also gave evidence and described the dog as like something out of a film it was barkley loud barking loudly and bearing teeth ready to pounce how do you fucking trust the animal in your house out there does this can't uh rspca officer said the two-inch wound had gone through the skin and muscle and fractured the dog's sinews uh a photograph was shown and quartered the wound put it down anyway from his was wild the the dog attacked him and he killed it or he attacked it back with the sword to defend himself and white people care so much they took him to court anyway that is wild as fuck like they care a lot about dogs yeah. <laughs> should have just told everybody it was a black person they were like nothing to see here nothing i mean sound like an open and shut case put some pcp on them and get the fuck out that's true uh but yeah um apparently um he, he they said well you lied and said it didn't die, bite you so that's why you know we're like you unprovoked attacked it he's like no i lied i lied because i didn't want y'all to kill it but obviously i don't want to go to jail right a neighbor also gave evidence saying the man hit the dog up to eight times from over 40 feet away they said they saw it he said he hit the dog a number of times with considerable force and the dog just stood at his side so that the neighbor was like it didn't do anything wrong he just attacked this dog for no reason but if the police got evidence that it bit him on the hip come on and the girl got the tattoo no no it didn't bite yeah the chair of the bench dr lorraine lighton said mr howe would have seen more uh seen more clearly what happened and said photographs of the dog's injury were more consistent with being struck two or three times he had found he was found not guilty it caused unnecessary suffering to an animal but will be sentenced at a later date for being in possession of a sword well good i mean i know it saved his life probably but come on man should have hit him with something else all right guys we'll be back thank you so much for listening to the show thank you so much for checking us out um appreciate y'all thank y'all for everybody that sent birthday stuff for the uh through the amazon and all that stuff too man appreciate y'all uh till next time i love you i love you too